If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from Me, and says, Today I messed up by telling my parents about my inheritance. My 36 female sister died six months ago from a heart condition. She practically raised me, so it's been difficult to deal with. I'm in my final year of university. I failed every single class this semester. She'd be disappointed, but it is what it is. My sister never married, never had children. I lived with her near campus. She ran her successful side business and I got to help occasionally as a paid intern. She worked a lot, but not to support us. She wanted to retire by the time she was 40. She would have been done in four years and her heart had to fail her first. When she died, her attorney read her will to me. She had left everything to me. She had a generous amount of money put away for her retirement and side accounts for various activities for her retirement. I did not know that she made several real estate investments so she could continue living a comfy lifestyle once she retired. She left her 2006 Subaru to me and willed our current house to me as well. She left nothing to my parents, but as they didn't know she had assets, they willingly paid for the funeral and any other associated costs. My sister was no contact with our parents and I'm very low contact. We are their only two children. At the funeral, my parents asked me how I was going to continue going to college without her money. Lol, they thought she paid for them. Psych, have student debt. (laughs) I told them I'd continue to take out loans. They asked about my living arrangements and I shrugged. At the time, I didn't know all the details anyway. Well, two weeks ago, I found out my parents tried to sell my sister's house while I still lived there. They brought a realtor and toured our home and everything. It was all on the camera set up in the home. When I called them and informed them I'd be calling the police, they explained the situation. I told them it's my home and it was will to me. They couldn't sell it. They were confused heavily. I told them to meet me at my attorney's and set a time. Cue today. My attorney explained the will to my parents. My mother went white as a sheet and my father was grumbling about suing me for his rightful money, plus the cost of the funeral. My mother began ugly sobbing, telling the attorney he was wrong. Her daughter would not leave the house to someone like me. The attorney cut the meeting short and now we're preparing for the inevitable lawsuit coming my way. I just want to sleep and avoid all this. Just some added info. Mum is a stay-at-home mum, but like the kind who spends her life at the country club, not the involved kind. Dad is a businessman and is typically on business trips for weeks at a time. They live, as they call it, lower, upper class. And we do have an edit and some updates to this post as well. Now, for me, away from the main point of the story for a moment on the first paragraph, when you said I'm in my final year of university and have failed every single class this semester, 
and you said she'd be disappointed, but it is what it is. I don't think your sister would be disappointed. I think you're going for an incredibly hard time, grieving most likely, and have a lot going on. So don't beat yourself up too badly over this. Your sister wouldn't be disappointed in you. And I'm sure a lot of people in the comments are going to cover the legalities of this because I never understand full legality. Some people say, you know, you have to give them a, like a minimum of a pound sometimes so that they can't contest the will and things like that. Most other people say, you know, they just won't have a leg to stand on anyway. So my advice from covering these many stories and what people usually say is just listen to your attorney and do exactly what they say. But Zuga says, not only do your parents not have a leg to stand on legally, you already have a lawyer to tell you that. They also sound kind of dumb. If they tried to sell the house, the title search would reveal they don't have the title to it, which would stop the sale cold. Presumably, haven't your parents bought a house in the past? You mentioned they're in a country club set, so I would assume they are homeowners. Don't they know this? They can contest the will, but will contests are rarely successful if the will has been validly executed. You'll probably need to engage a trial attorney if they actually file a complaint. They may not. Unfortunately, there's no way out of this but to go through it. Good luck. Hepatitis T says, Imagine losing your child and being mad about not getting money from it. Fisher says, This is not a mess up. You didn't F up in any way. Your parents F'd up big time, and from the sound of it, for a long time. Don't spend the money. Continue to let it grow into a nest egg so you can retire comfortably. Leave a savings for loved ones too someday. Continue your education and do something you enjoy with your life. Sounds like you may want to consider going no contact with your parents as well. They have shown where their interests lie, and it is obviously against your best interests. They have no grounds for a lawsuit at all and probably won't even find an attorney to take their case. Honor your sister by enjoying your life. And your yellow bird says she wouldn't be disappointed in you because you are grieving, not slacking. When we lose someone, the depth of our grief mirrors the depth of the relationship we've lost. So it would be strange if her loss did not affect you or disrupt your daily life for at least a short while. It's a show of your humanity. That's a credit to the sister who raised you. As you obviously didn't get your parents' selfishness and cold indifference. Keep your head up, friend. And yeah, I know I go on about grief all the time, but I just think that comment is just so incredibly important to take that time to grieve for yourself don't beat yourself up about it. Like I always say, we always grieve in different ways and for different periods of time. You know, sometimes I feel like I'm not over it, but but I feel like I, I'm sort of moving, moving on kind of thing. But then the same time every single year, but every year so far since everything that's been going on, the, you know, people passing away in my life, I have the same dream every February and March without fail. Most days I have the same dream and it's really strange and interesting how your brain tries to process these things. One thing that always helps me out and it may not help everyone out and I know it's a very easy thing to say and so it may not help everyone of course but I always think about how that person would want me to live. Would they want me to sit there you know being sad and moping around which there's nothing wrong with that as well there's nothing wrong with a good old cry I do it all the time but I always remember talking to my mum and when she talked about death and things, you know, we're, we're sort of very pragmatic in most most situations. At first, when we found out, you know, she wasn't very well and she only had like three weeks left, it was a very, very sad conversation at first. Absolutely broke me to pieces. But when we started talking about it and that she's scared and all these kind of things, she would say things like, well, don't worry about it. 
and she would talk about like when she was gone and she says i just want you to be happy and live your life and her saying was always that we're meeting the wind but yeah, that's just my long ass waffly way of saying just grieve how you want to as long as it's healthy. So there was also a couple of comments where OP gave some additional information. So someone said it sounds like they effed up since your parents don't seem to understand the estate and will process. If it was theirs, they would have been contacted. The estate should have paid for the funeral and not them though. And OP responded saying the funeral planner tried to say that, but my parents interrupted. Our daughter will want us to pay for everything because we are her parents, and that's what parents do. I was thinking of refunding them at minimum cost of funeral services. Another commenter says, make sure you get the title, put in your name ASAP. Depending on where you live, they might require you to go through probate regardless, and that is certainly something you'd rather do sooner than later. If you ever try to sell or refinance the house, it'll be a huge headache for you then and will probably cost you a lot more in extended process times, if not additional lawyer fees. Source, I work in mortgages and this is not entirely uncommon. Opie responded and says, the deed was put into my name three or four weeks ago. It took a pretty long time, so it might have already gone through something. The lawyer said they had to do a search to make sure she didn't have debt and if she did, they would pay that first and then the funeral then I would be able to get the assets. Sister was pretty much debt free. She had a $200 hospital bill, but yeah. After that lawyer called me up to sign a bunch of stuff, and that's when my name was put on the deeds, and they transferred the car's title to my name. Everyone is telling me to sell her rental investments. I'm assuming that's a bad idea then. So then OP did edit the post, which says, I didn't expect this to blow up, to be honest. Thank you everyone for the support. I've gotten to read almost all the comments and I feel a lot less anxious now. I did talk to my professors and four out of six of them gave me extensions, but the other two are being jerks about it. It's fine though. I did sign up for my school's grief group. I just got done changing all my locks too. Thanks to everyone who helped me with home stuff too. I'll be sure to watch the home insurance bill or get a financial advisor or something. My sister's degrees and mine are in the same field, so I'll be continuing her business too. And I'll need a real estate attorney to redo the leases on her other rentals, I guess. I don't know. It's overwhelming. Edit 2. Since this keeps coming up, I stupidly gave them a few months after she passed. I didn't know they'd even try this until after the fact. The will doesn't say anything about them, but I'm leaving it up to the attorney to figure everything out. I will be paying them regardless for the cost of funeral, celebration of life, etc. Final update for now. Father sent me a text apologizing, said he wanted to sell the house because of the market right now, but won't push me. We'll give more details at some point. Gonna see how this plays out first, and I'll give an official update at some point, which we're going into now. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. 
And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Updates. My father stated he will not challenge the will, but warned us mother is still going to try. He said to the attorney and not to me that despite his efforts to convince her, she is saying mental health issues will prevent OP from doing what needs to be done. My sister's best friend Amy was looped in since my mother would be challenging the will, which she is a part of. She's been amazing and I'm very happy she's around. She used to live with sister and I, but left when she died. Not because I wanted her to, she said it was hard being in our home. But she decided to come back after all of this told my attorney that since my sis had money set aside for a funeral anyway, I should offer to at minimum pay them back. They, Amy and attorney, both agreed it'd be a good idea so my parents won't have a leg to stand on in court. Attorney has another meeting scheduled with my father on Friday slash Monday, depending on his availability. Things are going fast and I didn't expect them to go this fast. It's like my head is spinning. As for school, I had a meeting with the dean and my academic advisor. Finals are next week, so they thankfully moved it up. I explained the situation to them and they were apologetic and let me know they'd talk to my teachers. The dean got back to me today and said the teachers were unwilling to compromise and ultimately it was up to them. He suggested I get the withdrawal from the classes, so I'll drop those classes. I'm taking a semester break, as a lot of you suggested. Oh, and for the Reddit user who said to offer free housing for the first year as a scholarship, Amy thought it'd be a great way to honor my sister. Not sure the process for that, but Amy said she'd help me figure it out once I'm out of school. I'm happy Amy is back home. Doesn't quite feel as empty as it did before. I'll update again if there's any other developments, but for now, I'm going to log out and let my attorney handle this. Thank you, everyone, for the advice. A commenter responded to that update and says, don't let them bully you into paying anything until you consult your lawyer. I would also keep low contact with them and even look into the Grey Rock method. Your parents truly sound like they only care about money and not the actual person. No parent would say under their breath they wanted to sue their only surviving child because they think they're entitled to the estate when they didn't. Those are people you don't want in your life, often, speaking from experience. If they continue to push you to sell the house, I would stop contacting them. Opie responded saying, I have already sent the check for reimbursement of the funeral slash wake celebration of life. They won't be getting another dime from me. Opie continued, I do have an estate attorney, but the attorney I was talking about was the one who helped create her will. He practices family law and litigation as well. He's a family friend of Amy, so I trust him. I also have a real estate attorney because we have to draw up new leases for the tenants. P.S. For anyone reading, I will not be changing the rent as some people feared. I think housing prices are absolutely absurd, and as long as they remain the good renters my sister documented them as being, I don't see an issue with them paying under the market rate. It seems wrong to surcharge plus $800 a month when people honestly cannot afford it. Final update. I wanted to keep it mostly vague, but update you all. We settled prior to court for an undisclosed amount. She agreed to drop some things. Example, slander. If I agreed to drop some things, example, emotional distress. Side note, those are just examples and most definitely not the things we discussed. We both came to the agreement that I could post whatever that F I want. Dad pushed the whole freedom of speech stuff. I said I wouldn't let her take a dime from me, but honestly, I was just too exhausted from it. 
I can't go into much detail, but I may make a new account and start posting all the crap my mother has put me through since everyone, by everyone I mean my parents, knows about this one now. Amy is still being a kick-ass mama bear and I was looking into adult adoption or at minimum changing my last name to hers. I want no ties to my parents. Anyway, thanks for the support and love. P.S. Yes, my father has been refunded for anything funeral related. I always find it incredibly so heartbreaking, these inheritance stories. You know, the parents might be awful people beforehand, but I've heard stories of families and when a relative dies and the money comes out, it absolutely brings out the worst in people, or can do, of course. I once spoke about a family that lived around the area I used to live, and when the mum died, who was like the absolute leader of them all, that the whole family went nuts trying to get her assets. I'm talking about literally trying to pull the couch out of the door while people on the other end are trying to pull it back in. Absolute madness but i will talk about that at some point in the future i'm trying to write down a few of my stories now so i can tell you guys <laughs> if you want to hear them of course but anyway what do you guys make of this situation let me know your thoughts down in the comments below let's move on with another story and our next story comes from am i the a-hole kid's birthday and says am i the a-hole for asking my sister what she expected after my daughter didn't invite her to her birthday Using a throwaway account, my 32 female daughter, 16 female, grew up extremely close to my sister, 23 female. Because of how small the age gap between them is, and my sister got married in September. However, she decided to have a child-free wedding, and my daughter was not invited. My daughter was extremely upset about this as my sister always talked about how important my daughter being at her wedding was going to be, and her wedding being child-free completely came out of left field. Recently, my daughter's 16th birthday passed and she decided to have a small party with me as well as her father and a couple of other close family and friends. My sister wasn't invited. When she asked me what time she should show up, I told her my daughter was still upset about not being invited to one of her most important events. My sister got upset, asking why I was letting my daughter punish her because she had her wedding how she wanted it. I asked what she expected knowing how close she and my daughter are and told her she should have known that my daughter would be upset about it. My daughter had a blast at her party, and my sister is still being passive-aggressive towards me and husband. I know it's my daughter's party, and it's supposed to be about her, but my sister's behavior is making me feel doubtful about my decision. So, am I the a-hole? Edit, I did initially bring up that my daughter not being invited upset her, but my sister told she wanted the freedom to go wild at her wedding, and that my daughter would eventually get over it. Now, we had a story a little while back where children were not invited to the wedding and it was like 16-year-olds and they were expected to look after the kids. It might have been 13-year-olds, actually. Apologies there. And they were expected to look after the younger kids, the toddlers, and watch movies with them while the wedding was going on. And, and obviously, the teenagers were upset. They were like, we can behave in a wedding setting. It's not like they could be sliding all over the floor and stuff like that. And it, I mean, absolutely fine if you want your wedding to be child-free, etc., and you can't be upset when someone doesn't invite you to their special event as well. And I know it's very unlikely to happen in these stories, but there's a moment in them for a bit of self-reflection, like you're being told that your family member was upset because they was not invited to the wedding. They're 16 years old. Come on, have a think about it. And then you should step back and think, ah, oh, shit, yeah, I really did mess up there. And I totally understand why she wouldn't invite me to her special event then. 
I make an apology and hopefully we can move past this in some way. But no, you double down and be passive aggressive about it. I'm sure that's going to solve everything. <laughs> and in the comments, JRM says, not the a-hole. Your daughter was simply also having a party how she wanted. Child-free weddings are fine to have, but clearly your daughter was hurt by this. And she is allowed to be and her feelings are valid. Your sister needs to recognize that her choice hurt your daughter. Yes, please don't says not the a-hole. Your daughter is 16, not four. Actions have consequences. She has every right to be hurt by not being invited to your sister's wedding. Your sister had the wedding she wanted and your daughter has the birthday party she wanted. Etheria says not the a-hole. Most people don't consider child-free to include older teenagers and many families make an exception for certain other family members, at least for the ceremony itself. Unless your daughter is extremely immature, I don't understand not inviting her considering her age and their relationship. She's certainly mature enough to decide who she does and doesn't want at her own birthday party anyway. Miss 70 says, not the a-hole. Your sister had no problem excluding your daughter from her wedding. I hurt your daughter greatly because in the language of actions, what truly matters, it screamed, you, daughter, aren't close to me as you thought you were. So your daughter is rightfully refusing to have your sister at a birthday party. She's 100% in the right. It is her party after all. Your sister is being passive aggressive because she doesn't like feeling excluded. Obviously, I have zero sympathy for her. She started the whole thing. Bubbly satisfaction says not the a-hole and I don't blame your daughter. I think that I am biased though. Something similar happened to me. When my cousins and me didn't find out about the no kids invited until about two months before the wedding. By then, the bride had said all of these things and allowed us, the teenagers, to tag along for her errands. One of our relatives told the bride about our plans to shop for dresses for the wedding, so the bride spilled the beans. The backlash wasn't as ugly as one would think, but people, invited guests, were peed because they had to make childcare arrangements. It sucked even more because all of us teenage girls were stuck providing free babysitting services for the kids that came with their parents for the wedding. And one more comment from Miss Mediator who says not the a-hole, and tell your sister your daughter won't get over it. I grew up within an extended family and the cousins were all close. We saw each other, so the time when the oldest cousin got married, he and the now wife decided no one under 16 would be invited. That left me and my younger sister as the only two of 10 not invited. I was devastated. My father even offered to pay for our dinners, but they still said no. I should mention they got married less than one month before my 16th birthday. That was in 1973. I've seen both many times over the years and every time either of them tried to talk with me, I walked away. I refused to go to any events at their home. At one point, he asked me what was wrong and I simply said that since he didn't think I was good enough to go to his wedding, I see no reason to speak with him now. My parents thought I was terrible for not letting it go, but then they weren't the one left out. To this day, I clearly remember how hurt I was when I was told I wasn't invited. Do I really care now? No. I haven't cared about it in years. Will I ever talk with them? That would also be a no. I just have no need. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. What is the cutoff date for a child-free wedding? I'm curious. I've personally never been to a child-free wedding, so I don't actually know. I don't think I've ever seen one mentioned in these posts either. I've heard people complaining about, you know, teenagers should be able to go, etc. But is there a general rule for this kind of thing? 
I honestly don't know. Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support and your time always means the absolute world to me, especially your time. I know I go on all the time about it, but spending that time listening to these stories and getting involved, it's just... Oh. Anyway, <laughs> don't get me started. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love, your cheeky so-and-so. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.